We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What's up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spawnauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today, kind of a special episode. Um, we did some crowdsource rankings of quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. Matt, you even did one for NBA players. So we're going to go over that a little bit, see where you guys rank kind of the top 10-ish players in those respective areas. But before we get into that, you know, Matthew, how are you guys doing today? Just wonderful. I'm doing well. The combine's on right now. The tight ends just started working out and I'm, uh, I decided to try to hand time some of their 40s, like just Yo. in case the ladies I just wanted to see how I do just in case you watching case, from home can get the I thought I thought maybe I should I should tweet there. out I should tweet out all of my hand time like oh my god this guy just ran a hand time to like and give him like really terrible I'm not, hand times I'm not good at I'm not good at hand times <laughs> so all my hand times were like two tenths of the second faster than like what they actually I ran. Think be, I'm like, I think that'd be, that would have been a great bit though. You got to do that for a different position. I'll do it. Group, I'll do it for a more important you do all position. The hand, I'm going to do, uh, do it when the quarterbacks run and then like give them is, all like is Malik Willis running fast times. Is Malik Willis running? I, Please tell me. <laughs> He'll run like a four, four and you'll be like, Oh my God, Malik Willis just ran a four, one. I'll do it for the wide receivers. <laughs> People will be most interested to hear those. And I'm going to hand time them and we'll see what the Theo Ash, we'll see how fast they really are instead of these Mickey Mouse laser times. <laughs> Um, the, the Theo Ash vibe check, except <laughs> the combine. I'm bad at judging how fast guys are running, man. Like, I'll watch them run the 40 and I'll be like, oh, that guy's moving really fast. And then it'll be like one of the slower times. As long as they're like working hard, I think they're running fast. So, like, if they're smooth. Take a, it's more about how many, you know, they got to take a lot of steps. Yeah, to yeah look right. Fast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I can never I'm, tell. You know what? <laughs> Not on track, Blade. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. No. <laughs> All right. Well, just a reminder to everyone to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, no real holidays going on, but we always appreciate when you guys stay around for a little bit. All you new people. Um, you know, all the new hotties. We want all the new hotties to stay around for a long time. But I say we just hop right into these crowdsource rankings. Let's because uh, they're, they're interesting. The quarterback one, and I think, Matt, you might have done the NBA one the same way I did the quarterback one, mm-hmm. um, which is basically people could vote for someone more than once. So yeah. you could say that Joe Burrow is the best, second best, third best, fourth best, all the way to the 10th best quarterback in the NFL. And most people didn't do that, but a lot of people did that for like Mac Jones, um, which so he ended up at like eleven, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ended up I think, really high. I think I think the the strategy here is that if you only made him vote for your top ten, once you get outside of that top ten, the rankings get a little wishy washy. So I don't know if you can take them too seriously outside of those top that ten. True. That is true. Um, but I did end up fixing it for the running backs and receivers, so I think that one ended up looking a little bit better. Um, but going through the quarterbacks, Mahomes is one. I think we can agree that's okay. 
Um, Rodgers is two. I think we can agree that's okay. Um, and I'm surprised that as many people went Allen Herbert at three four as they did. I, th- I'm not, I thought uh, that's I, correct. Allen Allen seems like a pretty like I, yeah, it's correct. But I didn't think three. people would actually. And then Herbert at four is like the it. like the big brain analytical take at the moment. Not saying it's wrong, <laughs> but that's it's very popular right now. So I, I would very say based. Yeah, that makes who who was was like was like Lamar five. Just go through the whole top ten. Just talk five through yeah, ten. Let's top just ten. Go. Five through ten. Lamar, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. I don't think there are any severe misses there, really. I think if I saw that top 10 list, I would be like, pretty good. Pretty good overall. Um, I have a yeah. few phones to pick. I still think Kyler gets a little bit underrated in the um, discussion of best quarterbacks. I don't know if he's you know, that far off from where he actually is. Um, but it's been two years in a row where at about the week 9 or 10 mark, Kyler has been, I think, in the MVP conversation. Uh, conversation like midway through the season yes and then two years in a row he's gotten injured and this year deandre hopkins also got injured and he falls off a little bit at the end so it's just two off seasons in a row where kyler murray has like what's fresh in everybody's brain is bad kyler murray performances but i look at kyler and i see you know a guy who won rookie of the year a guy who's made two pro bowls and guy who kind of deserved to make two like at the time that the Pro Bowl voting was happening, and this is the problem with the Pro Bowl, is the Pro Bowl voting happens midway through the season. At the time the Pro Bowl vote right. was happening, he definitely deserved to make the Pro Bowl. So I think that Kyler, one of these years, has a very high chance to win MVP. He just needs to, like, man, there's just like six games at the end of the season where he just can't fall off super hard. So Kyler's maybe the one I think is a little below, but Kyler's really... Really, but like, if you're putting right him now. below, you know, Joe. But if we're putting him below, like Joe Burrow, who was just in the Super Bowl and you know coming off a terrible injury and had a great year, and Stafford, who just won won a Super Bowl, and you know, I, you know, we're big like, oh well, it's a team team accomplishment, whatever. Like, you know, he still play, he had a great playoff run. Um, you know, Russell Russell Wilson. I'm surprised. That's Russell the one I think high. I would disagree with. I think I'd have that, Wilson a little bit lower, but I agree with most of the rankings. I'm surprised Russell Wilson was as high as he was. Um, and I get like the past couple years, he's been exceptional. And, you know, most people w- would have agreed that he was a top three quarterback, if not a top, you know, five one, just anyway. I'm just surprised that he's still st- six. I thought a lot of people were like leaning him like towards the bottom of the top 10. I saw a lot of people even have them. Like I was looking through the ranks. Some people had them like outside of the top 10 entirely. That, that would be Which tough. Is wrong. I, I think he kind of has the same problem that Kyler does where it's like me falls off a little bit towards the end of the year. Uh, and they were pretty harsh about Kyler. Not so much about Wilson. That's probably a little bit reputation based and maybe that's fair, but um, I, I agree that they have similar problems, I but I would say instead of Wilson being lower, I think I say Kyler should be a little bit higher. I think Wilson is appropriately yeah. placed and Kyler is a little bit low instead of Kyler being appropriate place and, and Wilson being a little bit high. I think, I think I, but it's, it's pretty good. I, I don't have money. I think what the funny part about this ranking is not the top 10, but 11 through 20, the 10 after <laughs> the top 10 gets a little bit, <laughs> what the 10 it gets a little bit dicey in our, in our <laughs> rankings here. We got what are 11. The 11, 10? 11 is Mac Jones. Mac 12 Jones. is Derek Carr. 13 is Daniel Jones. 14 is Jalen Hurts. 15, Kirk Cousins. 16, Baker Mayfield. 17, Matt Ryan. <laughs> 18 is Davis Mills. 19, Zach Wilson. And 20 is Tua turn the ball over. <laughs> Um, see, that's just a mess right there. Mess. That is just a mess right there. <laughs> it's such a see, mess. That's, see, and that's where you got, you know, a handful of people voting their young quarterback is like the best player. <laughs> yeah. Maybe screwed with the rankings a little bit. But um, it's like Tua had six first place votes. Derek Carr had zero. So <laughs> people well. are more defensive <laughs> I mean, over their young quarterbacks in general. If you have a young quarterback that is especially one that's faced a lot of hate like Tua has, you're definitely going to get people who are going to try to counteract that by being as optimistic as humanly possible about them. So that makes sense to me. I don't <laughs> want to live in a world where the majority of people would rather have Baker as their quarterback 
than than Matt Ryan or even Trevor Lawrence. I think I think Trevor. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence as my quarterback than Baker. Trevor Mayfield. Lawrence. I there were twenty seven quarterbacks that I allowed you to pick from. Lawrence was dead last. Yeah. See, that's was Cam one of them. Uh. Cam was not, I don't think. Throws the whole Was rings. Darnold one of them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Okay. PJ Walker? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not giving me a chance okay. here, man. <laughs> well, you're getting uh, Matt Corral, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like in in that general, I mean, obviously there's a little bit of error in how that we are um, conducting this poll probably, but like reacting <laughs> yeah, to it's that. Not, it's, it's very unscientific. Like let's <laughs> reacting to that. I think Matt Ryan is massively slept on there. Like having him below Mac Jones, I, I can't really see. I like, I get that Mac Jones is young and has probably a bigger fan base because of that. But like, if you're, I, if you're going to be keep like it, the Mac Jones, Mac Jones being 11 is mostly a joke. He has like 50 first place votes <laughs> and like 50 votes all the way to seventh place and then 50 10th place votes. So like <laughs> someone just went in and just kept voting for Mac Jones. Like when, when I did the NBA rankings, there were uh, a few Hornets fans stray Hornets fans who voted LaMelo ball for every position <laughs> as they and the should. reasoning. Cause I let people put in a reasoning and they just said based in Hornets pilled <laughs> and LaMelo ended up higher than Carl Anthony towns and Paul George. So I don't know if I'm going to release that part of the rankings when I talk about it on Twitter. Oh, no, I'm uh, going to release that LaMelo right now. <laughs> what do you think the actual, okay. So you've got the top 10, which I think is you, we've got, Mahomes, Rogers, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Kyler, Lamar, Russell, Dak, Stafford. Who? What is the right order for the next ten? Because I think it goes Car, uh, Car, Cousins. I'd go Car eleven. Cousins. Car. I'd, I'd go. Ryan, I'd go Ryan at twelve. Ryan is up there. I, th- I think I'd rather right. have. I think I'd rather have Ryan than Cousins personally, but. That's t- that's. I, I could, could go either way up. with those guys. I might agree with you, Blade, and I think Ryan's a little bit smarter than cousins I is I, I i agree with you that matt ryan is super slept on that man i mean he won an mvp he won an mvp like, and i know that was like uh, i know that was you know five years ago or whatever but uh, it's not the mvp <laughs> that i think i think that what he had to deal with this year um with an offensive line that was as bad as any offensive line is um i would say a wide receiving core that's as bad as any wide receiving core is outside of Kyle Pitts, who's a tight end if you want to get, you know, yeah. make excuses. But uh, it's for Ryan to even have an okay year at his age with those, with those, with that infrastructure, I think is pretty impressive. So yeah. I think that he's one of the three best, um, like outside of once you get out of that top 10. Honestly, I think Jameis is up there as got. A quarterback outside I of the top could 10. make a very strong argument that maybe Jameis should be even higher yeah. than 14. Okay. Um, okay. Jameis, I was, not, the same thing. Jameis was not in the top 20. Man. I guess, I, yeah. I mean, again, I guess it's it's all garbage after the top 10. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think Jameis pushes the ball down the field a good amount. And, he had a good year considering... Um, the, the weapons that he had. His we- I mean, you want to talk about Matt Ryan not having weapons. <laughs> yeah, Marquez Callaway Dude. and Traquan Smith. I think Jameis' pocket presence was pretty good this year. Again, someone who's not afraid to stretch the field and not afraid to take chances. Um, someone who had the Saints in really good standing with a bad wide receiving core and, a, and was leading a decent offense before he got hurt. That, that so so are you going are you going Kirk Cousins over James? I think I would. You had the choice. Just, I think it would go like I don't know Carr Ryan. Cousins, Jameis, Tannehill, maybe Mac Jones. How many am I at there? I would also throw Lawrence and Lance up there. I would because not... Not Fields? I would throw Fields in there maybe, and that might get me to 10 as like the top 20 quarterbacks in the league. And like Lawrence is just... That's more on the basis of I would rather have him right now than Wentz. Like is... Or like I would rather have Lawrence right now than Daniel Jones. I would... Um, like it's it, just how I, I would judge it. So 
and then maybe Jones and Hertz and and Mills. Honestly, Mills is not that bad. Mills is I don't hate You're Mills at nineteen. All these guys o- over Baker. I would. Baker sucks, dude. Baker is horrible. I think he's like literally a backup. <laughs> I do. He's not good at anything. He's not good at anything. He's got like oh, he can man. generate some velocity. Bro, t- he can talk is. They would TikTok's agree. Gonna fucking kill you. I would t- challenge anyone. Do you disagree? Do you think Baker has a like a high quality trait? I don't think. I don't think. I don't think he's horrible. What is he like average I've at? Him, I've seen him play it. I've seen him play at a good level. But it, I, I I agree with you that he doesn't do enough well. Does he have but good like, pocket presence? No. The, to, does he? To is say, he super are you, are accurate? You taking, no. Are you taking? Are you taking Daniel Jones over yes, him? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I'm taking Daniel Jones over Baker. See, Baker has, that's where I'm like. Baker has horrible Daniel mechanics. Daniel Jones has led the league in turnovers. Baker like, has I'm horrible like, mechanics. <laughs> he has horrible mechanics. He has horrible pocket presence. He's not very accurate because of his horrible mechanics. Uh, he like those. Those are like he's small. He's undersized. He's not super athletic. The dude has got a decent arm. Like he's he's got a good arm. I guess that's like all I can say. That's nice about Baker Mayfield and I I yes he played okay in the back half of last season but behind really good protection against really easy teams I I'm you like I'm not moved all right I get that he was no, no, he's, no, he's just uh, not good hand size though he's not good it's not bad he what nine and a half inch that's not size. even that good <laughs> it's like okay. it's okay he has average hand size better than Joe I think he's than okay. Joe Burrow. a lot of things and it is better than I have nine and a half inch hands Big time. You're just like him. You're just like Baker. You probably <laughs> have a sim- NFL, you probably have huh? similar athleticism and pocket presence. Baker stinks. Baker, I'm not mentioning Baker in the top <laughs> twenty until he shows that he's like good at something besides like throwing Hail Marys. I don't know. He's So you're you're will you're willing to at least like let it let him play this year a little bit. I mean, see, yeah, see, I guess I'm willing you know? to. I wouldn't be willing to let him play if I was a GM, but I'm willing to be like if he shows that he's good at something, I'll say he's good at something. But at the moment, he's well. That's not. what the Browns are doing. Is they're they're being like, oh, yeah, they're. I wonder how it will go. with Baker this year. Anyway, Baker I mean, bad. I was hoping <laughs> Baker bad. I was hoping for future Cleveland Browns legend Derek Carr, but that's not happening. Uh, I do. I do think Hertz should be top twenty. I agree. Um, I can get I can get behind Lance, except he hasn't really played. He hasn't played, but as far he's not a top twenty quarterback. Really, I don't expect anybody to vote for him because we haven't seen him. But he is in the top twenty of quarterbacks. I would like having Lance. Lance was twenty one. Okay, he is in the top twenty of quarterbacks. I would want starting for me week one because there's a lot of guys who just have gotten a lot of time and just haven't proved it. So he's ahead. That is the other thing is we didn't tell anyone how like how to rank these guys. Well, so <laughs> off who's the best? Yeah, but like I, I don't Theo's know. I don't here, think like, Lance hasn't like played. For me. I can't put him over that's some of these guys. Right, but like Theo's I like, agree. I'd rather have him over some me. of these other dudes, but it's only because he's an unknown entity. Whereas like Carson Wentz is not. But Carson Wentz might be a known poor entity, so I guess I'd have him over. And Wentz didn't play all that horrible <laughs> this year, but I don't know. I would. I. I counted you know, a lot you know what of they like, say, man. The devil that you know is better than the devil that you don't. Would you, okay, if you were starting a team right now, would you rather have Trey Lance or Mac Jones? I'd rather have Trey Lance than Mac Jones if I was starting a team right now. But I would say, I would say right now, I think you got to put Mac Jones, who's actually played, yeah. played decently. Well, in my quarterback tier list, I have I have Lance over Mac Jones as someone I would consider like. So, so I mean, I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad take. I'm just saying, like, if you if if we're ranking off potential. Over a guy who hasn't yeah. played. Let me put Ritter on my top 20. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Um, I, yeah, Ritter I, had yeah. a quote today. It was not a good quote. He was like, I really think someone I look at in the league and I love mm-hmm. and I think I have a lot of similarities to and I model my game after is Ryan Tannehill. I really love Ryan Tannehill, which is like, <laughs> oh, yeah. shoot a little bit higher, please. <laughs> oh. Although if you're Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. Ryan Tannehill needs to be worried about playing more like Ritter, as far as I'm concerned. Um, with, I'm, I'm sick of the Ritter narratives, man. I don't know how he doesn't get a break for his accuracy, being plus a- athlete, but other guys still. Oh, he played, didn't play Power Five. Accuracy isn't there, but we love Malik Willis, who's raw as well. <laughs> Matt is fed up. I've given this take a million times in the podcast. All right. So those, those are basically our thoughts on the 
on the quarterbacks. I don't know if anyone has any different opinions than me. I don't, I don't have like an exact ranking on my quarterback tier list. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't know what my exact rankings are. 10 to 20 being hundred percent honest with you, but you didn't say any names where I was like, what the hell is this guy? 11. Okay. Here we go. One second. 11 car, 12, Matt Ryan. Yes. Then Trevor Lawrence, then Lance, then cousins, then Winston, then Tannehill, then Mac Jones. I cannot, I cannot get behind that. Trevor Lawrence, as of right now, is a better quarterback than Jameis was. He's not, but I would rather have him. Yeah, I'll give you that. If we're talking, like, if I'm starting a franchise, who I'd rather have, even ignoring AJ, I'll give me Lawrence. Yes, because the ceiling's higher. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you rank it. It depends on how you rank it. I trust. I would rather have Trevor Lawrence as my franchise quarterback than Jameis, and that's just how it is and that's how i rank it it's like who would i want as my franchise quarterback because yeah, then i could start taking like contracts into into play and then trevor lawrence would be really high or trey lance would be really high because you got a chance to hit on a good quarterback here yeah. also not anyway much, but that's yeah let's move on backs. to running backs low running back um though? all right top 10 in order wait let me refresh because i don't know if people are still voting on it just have to make sure. All Get right. your votes in, people. Right now. This is a day. <laughs> this is a day. This release is a day later. Get your Top votes 10. in. Top 10. Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin oh. Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Joe go. Mixon, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris. Jonathan Taylor is better than Kamara, I fear, um, right now. I think you got to say that. Um, I agree with the top three. Henry, Chubb, Taylor, I think, is is kind of a tier one. And then you can kind of split a little bit. I, I you, you can put Kamara in tier one. I don't know. If you wanted to say that Taylor, if you want to say that Taylor's better than him because of the, the last year, I'll give you that. But I think he's still tier one. I think that Kamara definitely, I think he struggled running the ball a little bit this year. He was definitely not his slippery, elusive self this year that he normally is. Um, so I could definitely see like not putting him quite at the top, top, top tier right now. He also is in jail and we're not sure like what is that. I don't know fair. if he's actually in That's jail. Fair. That hurts. His, that hurts. His I, think, I mean, he definitely <laughs> does has to like, I think he's, he's definitely not done in the NFL. I mean, it's, no. it's fucked up to, you know jump somebody but you know he's he's definitely a good enough player that's not gonna like end his career but i would i would definitely have jonathan taylor over camara and i don't think that's a terribly hot take i think i have a problem with eckler being as high as he is and i think i have a problem with Najee harris in the top 10 the eckler being that high is is fantasy it is fantasy football But but yet McCaffrey was McCaffrey slips to six, yes. even though. I yeah, mean, I think that's fair. How many games has he played no. in the last three years? I don't know. <laughs> not many. <laughs> I think not enough. <laughs> you know, that's that's the McCaffrey answer, at six is definitely a, I think fair considering you're just not sure that he's going to be healthy. But like Najee right now, I'm I'm not going to give running backs the same leeway I give quarterbacks in terms of like projecting development because I think running back is an easier position and I expect you to be better right away. Um, And I do think Najee's vision and like high end speed is kind of low right now, which makes him inefficient. And I think that he's great. He's great in fantasy. He's great in fantasy because he gets a million touches, but I think like I think Rashad Penny is better than him, which I don't know if that's a hot take, but in C- up in Seattle, I think take. Rashad Penny is much better vision. Um, I mean, when he was getting the rock at the end of this year, he was picking up 100 yards every game behind an offensive line that's also not great. I think Rashad Penny I would probably have over Najee because his vision is better and I think his top end speed might be even better. So that might be one change I'd make and I might have... Tony Pollard. I might have Tony Pollard on the list. I think Tony Pollard is a top 10 running back. I don't care. If Zeke would get out of there, this I, would not be a hot take, but I swear to God it is because Zeke needs a million minutes. He needs a million snaps. You know, you know who, you know who uh, isn't high enough, but I guess he didn't play enough for to really get a chance to get that I high. have an idea who you're going to say. Do you want to say Are you going to say Miles Gaskin? Oh, no, not, no. I wasn't going to say either of those guys. 
Oh. We were big fans of him this year. Coming into oh, the oh, J.K. Yeah, Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, yep. come we, on. Okay, J.K. Dobbins <laughs> is still that guy. <laughs> he Sorry. is. I'm He'll telling be you, man. He'll bringing into tier one this season. <laughs> I, we're starting back up the J.K. Dobbins hype train. We were so excited. We were so hype. excited about uh, him. Yes. J.K. Dobbins, I don't expect anyone. I, mean, I don't even think you put him on the list, Bladen, I would assume. And I wouldn't. I did. I would, you did? Oh, where do you rank? He was 18th. Oh, oh, people are people oh, are going to learn something. That's, that's what I was talking about. I was like, it's disrespect. I don't blame I anybody Dobbins for not list. voting for him because he's only played <laughs> no, like started like six don't games care. in his career. But he's nice. He's nice. That boy. He's got. <laughs> he's he's nice. got that, <laughs> that, that boy. Nice. He's got that dog in him. <laughs> he is insane. Contact balance. Um, good vision. Good high end. Uh, good high end speed. I think. Uh, He's ridiculous, and yep. um, I, yes. I, I'm a big, big yep. J.K. Dobbins fan. He's nice. He should be top ten. <laughs> he will be. He, I, I would, I would say he I will be at, the, at the end 10. of this next year, assuming he stays healthy. Average, Count average six yards per carry uh, with nine touchdowns That's and 134. Would have been nine this year if he averaged he like played, six yards dude, a carry, and crazy. he was, and he like led the league in eight man boxes. He's winning your fantasy league for <laughs> you. Just heads up. Early Dobbins is, Dobbins is like that. Listen, all right, we have to talk about him just so like Giants fans don't get mad at us. Uh, Saquon was eleven. Saquon is not that guy right now. Sadly, I yeah. thought he might be. I gave him a lot of credit coming into this season and and really ranked him high, thinking that talent because his rookie year was was really special and he was. Um, probably one of the best prospects I've ever watched at Penn State. I think he was the best prospect in that draft class and like up there with, he would have been my, I didn't have a full big board that year, but he would have been number one. Uh, Pitts was number one last year and Hamilton's number one this year. I think those are like generational prospects yeah. at their respective positions. And, mm-hmm. but man, Saquon, I, he, he just didn't play, he just good. Didn't play like, good. He, just, he didn't play, he didn't that, play that good. He, and it, I'm, S- simple as that. Healthy. I see people talking yeah. about like, oh, what about a, a trade for Saquon? I'm like, dude, I don't know if... I think he was... Sa- yeah, PFF, I think he was like their worst running back or something. Or like at their bottom 10. And he was averaging, I think, under four yards And he didn't, look, expl- he didn't he look explosive p- at all. He never he pulled away from anybody. I'm not, I'm not yeah. Giving up a draft pick to pay Saquon Barkley yeah. off name value. Yeah. And he played, and he kind of played like maybe maybe he bounces. Back. And he played like someone who kind of still did have that explosiveness, so that kind of made him like dance around and, and try to create something that he couldn't really write a check that his athleticism couldn't really cash at this point of his career. So I'm not Saquon being the 11th best running back in football right now. I I love Saquon and I hope he gets back to that place, but right now I just don't see it. Uh, it's he hasn't been a good running back for a, for a minute. Yeah. So. We'll see. I would not. And it's it's tough. It's it's that MetLife turf, man. That MetLife turf. Damn you, MetLife. What else was in there? What was <laughs> what was the rest of the ticket? Read, read off the top ten. Chuba one Hubbard. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> Chuba Hubbard, get out of here. Top ten was. <laughs> I don't even think I put Chuba Hubbard on the list. Yeah, as you should. He's not I wouldn't good. be surprised if you didn't, dude. <laughs> uh, top ten was Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris. Where would you put Kenneth Walker on this list? Me? If yeah, where like oh, how many running backs take out contract would you take over Kenneth Walker right now? I do love me some Kenneth Walker and Brees Saul. I like both of those guys a I'm lot. So, and, hey, and I thought you were Brees. We want to talk about just the top three backs from this class and go Hall, Walker, Ford, but Ford, Ford. <laughs> Panther, <laughs> Panther. That's my Panthers genuine, drafting. honest to God opinion. Panthers yeah, I mean it. Ford mean it? Good. Ford's a top three back. Okay. I mean, okay. It. I, I haven't mean, watched him. Who else you putting over? Him? I have a calendar of all the prospects I'm going to watch. I have three per day. I'm watching three per day. Ford three per day. Ford is March fourteenth. He's we got to move. Come on, March come 14th. on, move him up. Switch out someone else. Switch out someone else. This is important. It's Edge week. I commented. Edge week is this week. Okay. Then it's wide receiver week, and then it's running back week. And he's literally no, on the first but, week of running. First day of running. But back you understand, week. like the I Matt Matt Miller had a, a tweet about how he thought he was going to run the fastest forty time, and I said personally, I think. He's going to go to the, he's a great fit with the Panthers or something under that tweet. And some draft guy commented under it and he was like, he was being nice about it. He's like, he's a really good back and then you take the load off McCaffrey. But I don't know. If, 
running back is their biggest need oh, right now. You don't understand. It will be all good. <laughs> I don't know where I would rank Kenneth, Kenneth Walker right now. Talk. <laughs> would I rank Kenneth? I wouldn't uh, Kenneth Walker. I wouldn't rank him above Najee because I think Najee's a good pass protector, and I think that Kenneth Walker is not. So, but like after that, sure, I'd probably have him. I'd have him below AJ Dillon. I'd have him below Rashad Penny and Pollard. I'd probably rank him like I don't know, top twenty in running backs that I'd like to have. But I don't know, maybe. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just thought it was worth. It's it's a worthy question. I have to like sit down and write them all out off the top of my head. I'd rather have him than like. It is it is tough off the top did, of your head. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the whole top Really think Kenneth Walker is going to be? Elite. I think so too. I you just can't block. Is the one th- he's just a bad blocker. But outside of that, the the if, if your running back is a bad care, blocker, you give him the ball that. and then he's an after. You live with that. <laughs> Could take. Your running back's a bad blocker. Just simply <laughs> hand the ball off. Um, no, but Kenneth Walker is really good. You just watched the Michigan game and uh, Michigan State game. Michigan, uh, Michigan State's offensive yeah. line was oh yeah, a, dude. I watched that a, a wet paper towel in that game, and he still had like 200 yards and five touchdowns. It was a master class. Yeah, he breaks tackles at a ridiculous rate. Super agile. He breaks tackles, and he's got Home that speed, and he's got vision. Quickness. Yeah. Like yeah, that's that's enough. And the vision's real good. Yeah, so I, I yeah. that's. That's a complete package. And again, you got five other guys on the field who their would you only take, job is to block. I don't see why Kenneth the hell Walker, we need Kenneth Walker to do that too. <laughs> Kenneth Walker or Javante Williams? Because I love I Williams love just because he's Jav- proven it. I love Javante Williams. Javante Williams is nice Matt. too. <laughs> Javante <laughs> Williams is really boy, nice. Where did he rank? That boy, nice. Uh, he was 13. What is the top 10 after the top 10? What's 11 yeah. through 20? So 11 through 20. Saquon is 11. Wrong. Zeke is 12. Javante is 13. Okay. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, 14. Okay. DeAndre Swift, 15. Okay. Cordero Patterson, 16. Okay. He could be even a little I, bit I higher, honestly, after the season. He just Yeah, said. I get yeah. that. I like that. Um, David Montgomery, 17. He could be JK a little bit Dobbins, higher, too. 18. JK should be. He will be uh, higher. Leonard... Leonard Fournette 19 and Kareem Hunt 20. I would put I like the those. bottom f- I if you like switched 15 through 20 with 11 through 14 that would be a really good list, I think. Um yeah. the the like last five guys you just named are all really good or just had really good seasons, so. Yeah. So is Jav- bro, Jav- I'm tell Javante is Javante is nice. He's you're not going to you're not going to wait till they stop giving touches to Melvin Gordon. <laughs> That's this what I'm saying, crazy. man. Wait till they stop giving Melvin Gordon. I I would watch Broncos games just for the sake of like yelling at the screen to stop giving the ball to Melvin Gordon. <laughs> Give the ball All right. to your you really? player. Who is the worst running back yes. that got ranked? Who's the worst one? <laughs> the, um, Naeem Hines. What? <laughs> My <laughs> yeah. boy. That's wrong. Uh, That's wrong. Like, <laughs> put Naeem Hines in their top 10. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's see. Naeem, he had, what is that? One fifth place vote. And that was it. That's not, did that person have him over McCaffrey? I hope so. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't check that. But oh, well, you I can't could. check the individual I, responses. Well, I can, but it's like it'd be. A, do you want me to? I don't know who I would have as like the worst running. I don't know who I'd have as the worst running back. I would assume Clyde Edwards Hilaire nah. would be at the bottom of my personal list. Saquon would honestly you, be near the bottom this guy, too. This guy hates. Clyde Edward Hilaire. He got a little bit better as like towards the end of the year, but he, he I'm, dude, I'm honest. I'm not, I'm not hating. I just, I just think that he's bad again. I feel like he's just not really like elite at any aspect of playing the running back position. That but. was a, that was a very, that was a very luxury first round pick for the chiefs. I'll say that yeah, that was not a great pick, the but they'd be any worse if they ranked, just like signed oh, it a, Leonard Fournette. It was, a fourth, be better. it was a fourth ranking. Um, they did have him over Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Based. <laughs> Based. No. no. Hines does the same thing, but he <laughs> <Based>. stays healthy. <laughs> He's the same caliber. Based. Based is the only thing you Hines care about build. is broken tackles. If a guy's good out of the backfield, this doesn't matter to Theo Ash. Right. Niam Hines is good out of the backfield. McCaffrey's uh He's getting paid big money, so he's got to be good. Surely. All right. Well, what's the wide receiver <laughs> list looking? Well, do we need to read wide the receiver list? Read the ad reader. Um, or should we just get right into the wide well, receivers? Well, usually I do. Usually I do like a nice intro. So I guess I'll be. Naeem you know Hines is you know, fresh. We, you know what else is fresh? <laughs> you know, we talk about J.K. Dobbins is nice. 
right? We talk about Javante Williams, that boy nice. You know who else is nice? HelloFresh, Stay Hot's newest sponsor. With HelloFresh, you know, America's number one meal kit, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why I said, you know, it's America's number one meal kit for a reason. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can just enjoy cooking and get to eating in about 30 minutes or less. Also, HelloFresh is 30% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store, plus you get to skip the checkout lines. You can try their quick and easy meals like 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and 10 minute lunches in the HelloFresh market. Perfect for you if you have a crazy class schedule, an internship, or a new job. You can enjoy restaurant-quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than the average restaurant meal. You know, you could go on over to HelloFresh.com, use the code STAYHOT16. HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16 using the number StayHot16. Get up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash StayHot16. Use the code StayHot16. That is the number 16. And get some HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Now let's talk about some fresh wide receivers. The wide receiver rankings, top 10. Number one, Devontae Adams. Number two, Justin Jefferson. Three, Cooper Cup. Four, Tyreek Hill. Five, Jamar Chase. Six, DeAndre Hopkins. Seven, Stephon Diggs. 8, Debo Samuel, 9, A.J. Brown, 10, Terry McLaurin. Oh, who are they? Cooper Cup respect. I like it. I would mostly agree with that. I'd flip Jefferson and Hill. I would say they got the... I think Diggs is still top tier. That might be my take. Diggs is really slept on right now, and I don't totally understand why because I think that he is still the absolute total package at wide receiver. He's an explosive athlete with a, you know, a great catch radius and one of the still one of the elite what, route runners in the league. Um, I was about, he probably has the deepest bag as far as routes go. He had 1200 yards this year and 10 touchdowns. Like the production was there. I, and this was considered an off year. Uh, yeah, I just think that Diggs <laughs> is that guy. I, I think that he's as good as I think he's tier one, and they have him in like a a, a range. I think I he's agree. yeah. I I would say Diggs is a well, little bit Well, here's low here. here's I I think the problem with receivers is there have become so many guys that you're like, well, he's tier he's tier one, right? To the point where it's like you have maybe twenty guys you're considering for the top ten. And I don't know if that's an exaggeration, but like, I mean, tier one, Devontae's in there, Jefferson's in there. After this year, to say that Cup isn't in there is kind of disrespectful, I feel like. Cup is you know, in there, yeah. Crown, offensive player. Yeah, Cup's in there. Hill is in there. I'm probably putting Jamar in there, the way he just like single-handedly took over the, I don't, like, I don't think, the Bengals offense. I don't think Diggs was a tier one receiver this no. season. I mean, last year was his only real year being that tier one receiver. And maybe he returns to form a little bit, but he didn't really have that great of a statistical season. There's, and I agree with Blaine. There's so many guys who are who are crazy good at receiver right now. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, everyone can't be tier one, but there are so many guys that you're like, well, like man. Did, did, oh my did Stefan Diggs have a better season than Debo Samuel? Calvin Austin, I'm watching the combine. Calvin Austin just had an 11 foot something broad jump and a 39 inch vertical and he's like five foot nine or something anyway carry on that's just crazy crazy <laughs> athleticism anyway go ahead matt i'm sorry for cutting you off that was just impressive oh no i i made my oh. point about that so i yeah i think there's a lot of guys who like here's the thing about Dick. you know putting up 1200 yards on what like he had like 150 targets at least you know, he was really good. Maybe that's me just looking at the stats I, themselves. I think, I think that he has like, a great quarterback thrown to him with a lot of other talent on that team. I would say this. I think Diggs has been a tier one wide receiver for a long time. And I think part of the reason why he wanted to leave Minnesota was because he couldn't quite showcase that in that offense. I think Diggs has always been one of the best wide receivers in football. Um, and I, agree. I think like last year... He, he showed that and this year wasn't quite as good as last year, but I think that it wasn't an, I think that he's, I don't know. I still think that he is. I think that his combination of traits is, is as good as anybody. So I would put him in the, the tier one and a little bit higher, I, but again, like if you're going to have him over, here's the thing. if you're going to have these other guys over him, it's not the worst thing in the world. So I'm not like 
angry. Yeah, angry. I mean, when you're coming off a season where you lead the league in yards and receptions, people are keying in on you, right? That's why we saw like oh. Gabriel Davis had a great year. Um, and then especially in that playoff game against the Chiefs, he had, what was it, four touchdowns? Yes. It's stupid, right? And Diggs like was not having four touchdowns in that game. But that's not because Diggs is bad. It's just, or like not even that he's bad, like that he's like not that guy. It's just he's able to create space for other guys because other guys are getting single covered now. I think that that's so. I, I think like, that's that's somewhat, almost like the Steph Curry argument where it's like I guess that's fair. It's like, like, his, like even if he doesn't have a good game, his gravity. So no matter what, he's good. And I'm not saying that's a wrong argument about Steph Curry. <laughs> how did how did he do in the playoffs? I feel like I didn't hear much out of him. Not good. Well, he had like one catch for seven yards and yeah. <laughs> or something. He he didn't do anything. I don't know. He was kind of. Uh, he, he was really great. He has that skill set. But with so many great receivers, I think to be in tier one, yeah, I mean, it's it's a year to year thing. You got to produce. You got to you got to put up. I guess that's, put up that's numbers, a fair way to look at it. There's so many guys that you have to find a way to separate. And yourself. it's like, you know, he, there's a lot of good receivers and he has a very good quarterback. So I don't know if I'll, I'll give him any like situation excuse either. And if people are keying in on him, if they can you know stop him from being, you know, from going crazy, then it doesn't sound tier yeah, one to me. I think, but yeah, I, mean, I, I think fair. one t- one time I think one one thing that I maybe take into account and maybe I'm not taking it into account of being a hypocrite because I'm ranking these rookie quarterbacks like stupidly high or these second year quarterbacks really high. Um, but like if you're good over a multi-year stretch, I give you a little bit more leeway than like one breakout season, like, and take maybe the last two or three years into account, which I'm going to talk about a little bit here. I still think I would take Michael Thomas in the top 10. I think Michael Thomas is someone I would vote as as an elite wide receiver still and it's tough to know for sure so again i don't blame anybody for not voting for him but i think that 2019 year was was so good and then when he turned on the film it, when he was healthy for a couple games last year the production wasn't elite but i still thought that he was um playing at a high level even when even when he was in for a brief amount of time last year but Taysom Hill is a horrible quarterback who can't really couldn't really get him the ball very well. Would you like so, to know what uh, eleven through twenty is? No. Yeah, I would, but I th- yeah, I think I, I McLaurin. I don't have any problem being top ten. I just when I made my list of top ten wide receivers, I I still had empty. I just think it's interesting until, that this is not said for Christian McCaffrey. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing, but I think that. Um, well, I would still have Christian McCaffrey as the top ten running back too. He, I McCaffrey have him was as like the best no, running actually, back in football. McCaffrey was six. That's the difference. That's about right. McCaffrey was yeah, six. McCaffrey still got his respect it's, as a top ten running Michael back. Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. I don't know where he ranked. Michael Thomas. I'll, I'll, Eleven through twenty. Eleven. Michael Thomas. Twelve. Chris Godwin. Okay. Thirteen. Mike Evans. Fourteen. DK mm-hmm. Metcalf. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. CD Lamb. 16, Keenan Allen, 17, Deontay Johnson, 18, Odell Beckham, 19, Amari Cooper, and 20, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown might be <laughs> a little bit early to the Amon Ross St. Brown party. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm predicting an out, a breakout season from Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he's going to be. He's good. I, he's really good. I disagree. You don't think I'm on Ross St. Brown? I like him. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe this is the dynasty fantasy football person in me talking. I would say that everything screams that I'm on Ross St. Brown to break out. We're really talking about numbers. And if Hawkinson gets healthy and Goff is still his quarterback and they add another receiver, he's just not like he. You would have to say that he is so supremely talented that none of that will matter. And I'm not sure if I, I like him a lot. I really do. But I don't know if I see him getting enough targets to be considered like a real, real breakout guy. I guess that's fair. I think he will be because I don't know what the Lions' path to upgrading from Amon Ross St. Brown is because they're not going to take a wide receiver at two. Maybe they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they trade back or something. But right now, I probably don't. I don't know if they're going wide receiver in the first round. Um, are they going to make a real run at Godwin if he hits free agency or or Mike Williams? And honestly, 
between Mike Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown, I don't know who the best wide receiver there is. I think it could, I mean, here on this list, it's ranked as Amon Ross St. Brown, but yeah. I think Amon Ross St. Brown Fair could enough. be. I do like him I a think lot. There's He's a, a great player, so maybe I'm projecting too much, but if they get a, it might just be hard for him to rack up enough targets if they go and spend huge money on a receiver. Yeah, and he doesn't have a great quarterback, and every wide receiver to put up great numbers, every wide receiver basically who puts up like really good numbers has like an above average but he almost to them. He like almost, almost he almost got a thousand them. yards last year didn't he oh. yeah he's good i i don't have a problem with i think it's a little maybe premature and there are guys like adam thielen maybe or, or tyler yeah. lockett yeah. Oh, that yeah. like that you may want to have over him and other guys that i probably am forgetting off the top of my head overall though i think that 11 through i think that this top 20 is not a i say i'd say I'd probably 20. definitely put locket over him as of right now i love breaks i think that's put i don't think that's, I I don't think that's a bad locket's been doing it for a lot longer locket i guess he's better yeah gold standard the difference between locket and yeah the difference between like locket and terry mclaurin as a well, wide was mclaurin not, not like, on the list entirely or did i miss he was 10 he was 10 they put him top 10 I was about yeah, to, no, he was there. <laughs> Matt was, there. was about to have a field day. <laughs> I'm telling you, McLaurin, go. I am so Lockett Lock was really, really low. Um, that shocked me. Judy was really low. I guess that's not too surprising. Yeah, it's it's tough to be a number ten, like a number two, a perceived number two on a team, and and really rank high in these because. Like okay, DK but like, might get some because t- it only goes to ten. Yeah, but like Hunter, yeah, Hunter, Hunter Renfro, yeah. Hunter Renfro goes higher than Judy. Um, yes, that's fair. I guess. Yeah, I would say that. higher than Lockett. Renfro or Lockett? I had Renfro over Keenan Allen. <laughs> Keenan Allen. Keenan really Allen good. was sixteenth. That's a, probably a fair ranking for him. I think Keenan gets. A little bit overrated because he's such a route running savant that yeah. like <laughs> you know he gets which is a good thing to be but i mean as far really as someone who is gonna there are wide receivers who threaten all three levels of the field and when the ball is in their hands they can make something happen and there's a there's a lot of good wide receivers who can do all that kind of stuff and you know uh, Keenan Allen can shake you and he can pick up first downs and he can he can shake you and and, and move the chains but as far as like a dynamic playmaker yeah I don't know like type of player he's just he's just not quite like the that he's kind of a one trick you know pony, whose name was it's a really value now that I think about DJ it. Moore DJ Moore DJ Moore is easily a top 20 receiver DJ he's underrated was, he's underrated every year yeah, and DJ one Moore of these years below Mike Williams and uh, come on, come on. Well, this one's—he was below Donovan Peoples Jones, but that's fair. Because <laughs> you put Donovan Peoples Jones on. Why did you do that? Just to fuck around. Because he's. Because uh, he's. <laughs> DJ Moore is so I, I made the list. I, this guy, I'm talk I should have put, put a big numbers. I should have put Demetric Felton and <laughs> Dearness Johnson. No, you on the shouldn't list have. Up for the running back. Four Browns running backs <laughs> on your Yeah. No, uh, DJ DJ Moore is 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 still underrated. Please, please give that man a quarterback. That guy has not had one game starting with an even an average quarterback outside of the ones he yeah. played with Cam. <laughs> but, uh, so how, how many, how many games has DJ Moore played with a top 32 quarterback? <laughs> well, he played the he started the first eight in the back half of 2018 when Cam had a shoulder problem and like just literally couldn't throw. And then he had like in 19, he had Kyle Allen or something. <laughs> and then he, I mean, he, it's, it's been rough. It's not bad. I mean, they had Teddy Bridgewater. So, you know, there's a lot of guys where it's like, Oh, they could be like Debo Samuel. You know, who's the guy who could actually be like Debo Samuel, that guy who plays for my team, DJ Moore. <laughs> no, DJ Moore is actually really nice though. And he's definitely top 20. Yeah, really good after that the catch. Nice. Um, he's gotten a lot better as a route runner as the years have gone on. Again, and he's dynamic. Yeah, I'm just. It's just. It just stinks. He didn't have a better quarterback. To make catches outside of his frame. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. He's really good. He's really good. He's before, before we move on, I would like to say that um, I think it's interesting that everyone's like, man. Well, Dak. Dak's not that good because he has all these weapons, but then not a single Dallas Cowboys receiver was ranked top ten. Yeah, I, I, I would just like I would just like to say that if you're gonna go and say that Dak Prescott isn't good because his receivers are so good, 
you have to be able to rank at but least. Who actually believes that Dak Prescott is like not good? Well, they're like they're not saying he's not, but like a lot of people don't think he's. I know a lot of people that. I also don't think, think it's interesting that Dallas led the league in points per game this year. So like, yeah. <laughs> And Dak set franchise record for most touchdowns of Listen, any cowboy man, ever. So that boy, nice. Yeah, I think Dak is. We didn't talk about Dak at the top. I don't think too many people will have an issue with Dak at ten. So, but no, it yeah. seems like no, a good I don't, spot I don't for think him. so either. Yeah. But I do think Dak doesn't get talked about enough in positive light. I would just like to say that. You're probably right. But you know what? We, we could talk about hmm. football all day because the NFL season is officially over. But you know where there's no off season? Underdog fantasy. And right now, you can draft a 2022 best ball fantasy football team in their big board tournament with $250,000 in cash prizes and $50,000 to first place. Which incoming rookies will you draft to make a splash on your 2022 fantasy team? Draft your dream fantasy roster in the big board now. And that's it. No waivers, no trades, no setting your lineup. Underdog will give you the optimal score each week. And get this, right now when you sign up with the code STAYHOT, Underdog is going to match your initial deposit with up to $100 in bonus cash. So what are you waiting for? Go check out underdogfantasy.com or their mobile app and sign up with the code STAYHOT and may the best drafter win. Now, I want to talk a little bit about basketball. Um... I saw someone, I cannot for the life of me remember where I saw, but someone was pushing a DeMar DeRozan MVP narrative. And I, mm-hmm. I do you believe there's some it's weight valid. to that? I, I know that I know that there's some like crazy stats that he's been putting up. And I know that he was like kind of expected to have an, an off year this year by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Do you think that kind of plays a role into that, that the lower expectations now all of a sudden he's kind of vaulted as himself? As always, as always. It can't not, you know, if you were, yeah. if you were going into the season and people thought that Jokic, you know, was like a role player, not saying there'd be any reasons, <laughs> but like, let's say hypothetically, yeah. Jokic was coming into this season as a role player and all of a sudden he was playing like this. He would win MVP with ease. Like yeah. it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be close. Beating expectations always matter. And, and DeMar has beaten expectations, but I would, I would also add that DeMar's expectations were just too low, even for the time. It was a bad take even at the time. So I, I do think those are maybe a little bit unfair, but that's not really how you should judge MVP. He's been playing really good. He's been putting up really ridiculous numbers on a really good team. He deserves to be in the conversation. I think that his playoff history probably keeps him from actually having a good shot at it because people are, people, he hasn't like what would prove DeMars if he did this in the playoffs. And he can't do that in the regular season. So I think yeah. narrative-wise, people will still have their doubts about it until he goes and does that. So I think it's tough for him. But he's been putting up stats like that. He's one of those, I think, top four guys, I would say, right now. But um, with how Embiid's been playing, there's a lot of other guys who are putting up really great yeah. stats. So sometimes it just comes down to the narratives. Um, but his, I mean, his shot creation with how the Bulls have been beat up, too, and he's still been doing really well, helps his case a lot. Helps his case a lot. So he'll definitely get he'll definitely get some first place votes and he deserves them. Like Theo, I know you're you're a big Heat guy right now, but aren't the Bulls like the two seed? They are. They are the two seed. Look, he's been ridiculous, man. And I mean, his fourth quarter stats have been just so unbelievably good that it's ridiculous. And the amount of buzzer beaters that he's had and the amount of 35 point games with high efficiency, like games that he's had recently are just are just next level. So He's he's definitely like someone who deserves a lot of respect. I think the one concern with him I'd have is like because he's kind of had this career of not of being like a really high level role player, but not an MVP candidate. You know, the season might get kind of hit with like a fluky label, which it might kind of be. But, you know, I think people kind of keep or at least me, I guess when I say people, I mean me keep like expecting him to maybe regress just a little bit like into normal Damar, but it just hasn't happened. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's kind, of kind of sounds like how it was with Herbert where it's like Herbert was great, but because people were like, it would be like if uh, it would, it's not Herbert, but it'd be like, who's someone who's been like quite good for a long time. Brady. No, like, I don't know. Like, be like if, if like if Matt Ryan came out. Maybe not. Maybe that's not the best comp. But like if Matt Ryan came out and was like, 
an MVP level player, you'd be like, oh, is that is that really what's happening? Like if he went to some stacked team and started, well, I guess the Bulls aren't. I don't know, dude. Uh, how about I don't know? Okay, no, <laughs> D- uh, Dak Prescott. <laughs> that's who. Sure, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. I yeah, because <laughs> I think that's sort of the equivalent. Something. Is like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. He knows. would be valid. He's, he's a valid good. MVP pick. He's been playing amazing. This is not really a better most concise segment. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, he's been playing amazing. I don't think saying that he is your MVP right now is a horrible take just because of how he's put the Bulls on the back. His back in the fourth quarter in so many games this year. The amount if, of games he's won by himself in clutch time has been ridiculous this season. So I don't think it's a bad take. And I think that people have got to kind of sit up and pay attention to it because it it really is a valid argument right now. Fair. If I was a Bulls fan, I'd be pushing it. And oh, if yeah. you're a Bulls fan and you're not, bad guy. <laughs> bad, bad, bad guy. Bad no, guy. I, I, I saw someone with like, uh, they took their their uh, Derek Rose jersey and they, I they saw changed that it to say DeRozan. Solid. <laughs> and then they put 11 instead of 1. No, but um, Theo, do you want to talk about your Miami Heat or no? The stupid Bucks game last night. Well, that was a crazy <laughs> game. Um, first of all, that was a game where, gee, uh, yes, okay, that game was Tyler the Tyler Hero game. He was playing a ridiculous game that whole time. He was really like, if you want your answer of like who on the Heat can create offense like by himself, your answer is Tyler Hero, and that game is a good example of him doing it. Um, the problem is, like, Jimmy Butler had no points in the last 36 minutes of game time. They get in you that for game. That. that will, uh, that's not great. <laughs> so, the the question with the Heat and, like, who's going to close out games, because it's supposed to be Jimmy Butler, um, definitely still remains. And, um, it's uh, a, you it, never want to overreact to one game in the NBA because they play 82 of them. It's definitely not a great look. I think what I like about this look. game is you see how the Bucks can close out games as a group. Really, the best solution is don't have one guy who can make a play. Have a bunch of guys who can make a play. And the Bucks have a bunch of guys who can make a play. Yes, they do. And I think it was an interesting demonstration also if we're taking away like positives from this Heat game, even though they lost. Uh, Bam Adebayo was just ridiculous in this game. I think that he should be credited with like most of Duncan Robinson's points because of like the screens he was setting that allowed Duncan Robinson to like with a lot of space. Um, Giannis had kind of a, I guess he ended up having a pretty nice, he ended up with 28 points and 17 rebounds. Um, but they were able to like shut him down for most of the first half, although they, they weren't for the second half. But historically, Giannis does have issues with the, with the heat. Um, you could see it a little bit in this game, although eventually he did get his in the end. Well, so I don't, when it comes much, I don't know how much that matters. You, if it comes playoff time and you hold Giannis under 30 points, you're going to consider that a one with this Bucks team. Yeah, that's, I think that's just too. how they are. It's just how good he is. Anything under 30, especially, you know, once we get to playoff time, great. Good. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a really good game, though. I think a seven game series uh, between these two teams would be just any kind of series between these two teams would be amazing. It would be amazing. Amazing. I think the regular season series right now between them is is it? it's either two, two or three, two. Um, It's real good, dude. Yeah. But I think that this game shows that the heat can hang with the bucks. I mean, they, they had them dead to rights, so it would not be a sweep by the bucks. I've been saying that the whole time. Like a lot of people expect it to be like a resounding bucks win in a series. If they were to play, I think that they would be really, really hotly contested and that game would go to six or seven. That series would go to six or seven. So yeah, it was a really good game. I think, um, obviously Butler not scoring was, was very problematic though, but the rest of the team, I think played well. He good. Yeah. That heat is good. The, heat good. Bucks good. With that. I believe the Heat are playing the Nets with Bucks, Kevin Durant Bucks tonight. Good, so that'll yes. be a big, that's a I'll big one, two, back to back. And the Bucks are playing the uh, Suns, I believe, on Sunday. So there's a rematch there. So mm-hmm. good stuff in the NBA. Good week. Um, definitely a big week for the Heat to kind of prove themselves a little bit because they are the one seed, but definitely getting hit with some fraud allegations at the moment. So. Lots of doubters, you know. Lots of haters, lots of doubters. Lots of haters. Sipping on their haterade. That pretty much wraps things up for us, as always. Tons and tons of content coming to win all platforms. We'll be back Monday. 
probably touch on the combine results a little bit. Um, might do some more crowdsource rankings next week. Don't miss out on all the great content coming away on all platforms, as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy. Theo's been doing bird rankings on uh, another Instagram account, like a bird. If you find it, vote Ruddy <laughs> Vote for <laughs> Ruddy Duck. <laughs> but as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.